With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Saturday, October 10th, 2020. This is 6.46 p.m. Eastern Time, and we welcome you to episode 228 of the WCWS Radio Network's weekly review show. This is, of course, WCWS Power Hour. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, of course, we uh, it will involve, of course, the world of wrestling. But, ladies and gentlemen, I will be bringing you, of course, today's wrestling history and birthdays. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, do a quick rundown of what took place during the week here in the radio network. And also bringing you, of course, some some <clears throat> any wrestling news tidbits that come in through, of course, with, from our friends at 411mania.com. Kind of tied in with our introduction for Revolution, or folks, my apologies. Uh, but if you care to chime in on anything and everything we plan to talk about here today, please feel free to give us a call. The phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-364-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on everything that we have to talk about here this evening. <coughs> And as we said, like I said, today we'll be bringing you, of course, as always, our every Saturday we'll bring you, of course, our wrestling history and histories and birthdays. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be bringing you a quick rundown of what took place in the radio network this past week. And also, ladies and gentlemen, bringing you some last-minute wrestling uh, news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Let's go ahead and not waste any time here, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. It was now being 6.47 p.m. Eastern Time on Saturday, October 10th, 2020. <clears throat> um, let's go ahead and let's check out first our, our um, let's go ahead and check out, of course, uh, 
our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, October the 10th. Uh, let's go ahead and read this. First of all, we have four we have four wrestlers uh, from the past, and I'm sure the past and present that uh, that were born on this day. On this day here in 1946, uh, Martin. Uh, I hope I pronounced his last name right. Ruan. Who was the who was known as the late giant haystacks? It was born on this date in 1946. On this date in 1950, Bradford Gene uh, Lagone, of course, we knew him as just as I think it's just Gene Lagone, I think. On this date in 1983, William Poseida, who we would know later on as the Joker, was born on this day. And also on this day in 1988, Mance Warner was born. And here is, of course, some of your wrestling history here for uh, t for today. On this date in 1982, Nick Bockwinkel defeated Otto Wines for the AWA World Heavyweight title in Chicago, Illinois, to start his third reign as champion. On this day in two on this day in 2006, uh, the, uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce this. Forgive me, I'm not going to try to pronounce this wrestler's real name, but he is, of course, known as Psychosis. Believe the same psychosis that was in WCW and WWE for a short for a time was arrested after allegedly stealing a car from a 23-year-old man in Baja, California. On his day in 2006, at a SmackDown taping in Jacksonville, Florida, Chris Benoit defeated Mr. Kennedy, that's Kennedy, to win the United States title. On his day in 2008, <clears throat> Nick Nemeth, of course you would know him later on as Dolph Ziggler, is suspended 30 days following his first violation of the WWE wellness policy. On this date in 2009, of course, uh, Tyler Black, of course, we would know him late, later on now as Seth Rollins, defeated Kenny King in a first-round match. And then, of course, Claudio Castagnoli, who we now know as Cesaro. Also, Colt Cabana, Delirious, Chris Hero, and Roderick Strong in the finals of to win the 2009 Survival of the Fittest Tournament, which earned him a match for the ROH World Title. On his date in 2010 at TNA's Bound for Glory, Jeff Hardy defeated Kurt Angle and Mr. Anderson, who of course we would know before as Mr. Kennedy, in a three-way match to win the vacant TNA World Heavyweight Title. As a result of Angle's loss, he had to retire from wrestling. In the show's closing moments, the they... Abyss referred to in recent months finally revealed themselves to be himself, Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff, Jeff Jarrett, and Jeff Hardy. Okay. On this date in 2011, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Destruction 11 from Sumo Hall in Tokyo, Japan. This is the last time the event was held in October. The event has since been moved to September. King of Pro Wrestling is the October uh, event held annually on the country's Sports and Health Day. Here are the matches that took place at this at this event. In a pre-show dark match, Hiromu Takahashi and Kaisuke Minami, Mikami defeated King Fali and Takai Watanabe. Uh, as for the re remainder of the matches, Kushida, Schwartz, Tiger Mask, and Weiss Defeated Chaos, who was Gato, Jado, Takahashi, Izuka, and Tomohiro Ishii. Yojiro Takahashi defeated Tomoaki Hamna. Lance Archer defeated Wat Waturo Inui. 
Hiroki Goto and Tama Tonga defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Ultimo Guerrero. The No Remorse Corps, Davey Richards and Rocky Romero, defeated Apollo 30, uh, 55, excuse me, who was Prince Devitt and Ryuzuki Taguchi. Of course, Prince Devitt, we now know him as Finn Balor, to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Satoshi Kojima defeated Hiroshi Tenzan. Yuji Nagata defeated Toro Yanu. Masato Tanaka defeated MVP to win the IWGP Intercontinental title. Manoru Suzuki defeated Togi Makabe. And Hiroshi Tanahashi defeated Tetsuya Naido to retain the IWGP Heavyweight title. Uh, two more here on this date in 2013 after a hiatus. Kurt Angle returns to TNA to confront Bobby Roode. And also on this day in 2015, Adrian Reese, who of course we now know as Ember Moon, who is of course the real name of Ember Moon, made her in-ring debut at an NXT house show. And ladies and gentlemen, I can go ahead and report that no one passed away on this day. So there you have it with today's wrestling history and birthdays here for today, October the 10th. 1605-562-0444, caller ID 141364-POUND. This is episode 228 of WCWS Power Hour. <clears throat> uh, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here, of course, is the rest of the panel. Way too tough to handle. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just taking it easy after what was a real big-time week here in the uh, in the radio network. Of course, we, uh, we, of course, definitely touched on a lot of topics here. Uh, including, of course, like I said, several Monday night football uh, games. Of course, obviously, uh, everything going on with the vice presidential debate. A lot of politics discussion, a lot, a lot of polit- um, political talk was was also part of the forum here. Of course, primarily we did, we did, of course, do our main thing. We talked about Raw. Of course, we talked about AEW and NXT from this past Wednesday. We talked about NXT TakeOver 31. That took place this past Sunday. Uh, of course, we did. Of course, um, we did. Of course, like I said, award start awarding. Of course, the title shots uh, from Takeover Thirty One. Of course, I did do that. We did do that. Of course, last night. Um, um, I can I can go ahead and report um, that the two main championship belts, the title shots, of course, which was the OVWS World Title Shot. Uh, against the current champion, the Cowboy Clinton James Smith, and also the WCWS Clash Championship, of course, currently held by the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo. Uh, I can go ahead and report, due to, of course, the uh, poll uh, week-long poll tournament that we did have for both, I can report that Antonio Gutierrez won the opportunity to face JD for the WCWS Clash Championship, and the undisputed uh, winner of the of the te- NXT Takeover 31 Prediction Title Challenge, and the man that will be receiving an opportunity at the Cowboys OVWS World Title, of course, will be Jordan Stockless. So, uh, so congratulations to them. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have not awarded the remaining belts uh, to everyone else who was involved in the uh, in the of course in and of course, of course, the prediction title challenge. Of course, we did 
we did, uh, I take it back, we did actually award two of them uh, prior to all this. Of course, I did say that the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, would now have to defend the OVW US Light Heavyweight Championship against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. And Mitt would have to defend the WCW US Money Eat Championship against the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas. But we haven't awarded to everyone else yet, but we will, of course, I'm sorry to warn in these shots. Um, and I will, of course, let everyone know uh, at least by, at least by, um, by tomorrow on WWS this morning. We'll be work I'll be working on that here tonight. And uh, by, w um, by the time we have WWS this morning on, tomorrow morning at 8, at, um, 8 a.m., I will inform everybody, uh, inform everyone of who had received the remaining uh, title shots that we have left. But we had a real good, uh, we had a real good showing for the, um, for the, um, Um, we had a real good showing for the uh, um, for the Takeover 31 Prediction Title Challenge. You know, like I said, there's only five matches here, but still, we had a real good showing there, of course, here indeed. So we will, of course, I will get those fixed up here and let everyone know who, of course, will uh, will receive what, of course, from the from the ones who did not win, of course, the the two main championship polls that we have out there. Uh, well, but everyone will, of course, have. Everyone will not be going out of here empty-handed. They will receive a shot at one of these championship belts that we have left. So I'll let everyone know about that coming up soon. Also, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we did get to hear from, of course, uh, John had been, of course, uh, been on live here with us pretty much most of the week due to the fact he was on vacation here. He was, of course, in Virginia Beach. So he came on and did some wrestling history for us and, even provided a couple links for us, and we took care of the history ourselves as well. Uh, but, of course, like I said, we talked about what went on, of course, with obviously last night with the WWE draft. We saw a lot of big-time changes, including, of course, the talk that, that they're actually now going to combine. Looks like they're going to combine here. And I'm, we'll, have to read, we'll, we'll have to read some more stories, and this may be on 411 Mania by now. I'm not sure, but we'll check that and see in just a moment. But it looks like that possibility that they're going to combine both the Raw and SmackDown women's belts, and they're, they're going to com possibly going to combine the Raw and SmackDown tag team belts. Um, we're not 100% sure about that, but it looks like it'd be like that. Like whoever's holding those belts could go to either Raw or SmackDown and defend them against against competitors on either show. And of course, if the person holding the belt lost, they would have to. If they were already set to go on one of the other shows, I guess they would be now once again confined to that show right there. So there you have it. But nevertheless, here, folks, it was a very unique evening. Of course, the other part of the WWE draft will be taking place next this coming Monday night on Raw. And, of course, there will be a whole lot of discussion on that, I'm sure. This coming Monday on WWS Raw Radio, of course, with, of course, GTS, JD, uh, John and, and of course and, and the rest of the game of course in addition to everything else as and to all other topics of course that are going to be bringing up here as well so anyway let's go ahead here ladies and gentlemen here and see what we have here of course on hand um, 
before before we get into any more wrestling news tidbits, let me go ahead and remind you. Speaking of WWS this morning, don't forget tomorrow morning, like I said, at 8 a.m., uh, caller ID 805-8613-POUND. Uh, we'll be, of course, like I said, we'll have, of course, uh, our some wrestling history and birthdays for, t- for tomorrow, as well as, of course, a rundown of what, we, of what we'll be talked about, of course, on all of our shows this coming week. Uh, also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be uh, bringing you some more wrestling uh, news tidbits here, of course, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. So be sure to listen in on WWS this morning. Coming up here, of course, tomorrow morning, starting at 8 a.m., right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. Like I said, call ID 805-8613-POUND. Yes, yes, indeed. Also, I did also forget to mention one thing from this past week. I will mention before um, that you might have also noticed that we had a little bit of change in the scheduling for for one of our shows, and of course, that show obviously was WWS Wrestling Debate. Uh, after, of course, a small conference that I had with the man who is who is who has taken for right now taken over the hosting duties of Wrestling Revisited and Wrestling Debate. Of course, and I'm talking about the loose cannon Shaquille Cole Cephas. He has we have both talked, and he has said that. That it's because of scheduling conflicts that uh, we we had noticed that wrestling debate had been moved from its pre from its pre from its from its uh, long time home on Wednesday nights to uh, Thursday nights before NWO Wolfpack, and we did not know that this was going on up until I did address the issue and I did discuss the matter with the loose cannon. And of course, after a brief discussion here, and of course he has been very very helpful in in helping us out with with that as well as keeping Wrestling Revisited going and also, of course, taking the helm of WCWS Sports Machine for us, which has been very, very helpful here, of course, indeed. Uh, so so that's why we ultimately decided to move Wrestling Debate from Wednesday nights to Thursday nights, which means Wednesday nights, just like with the remainder of our shows now, remainder of some of our, some of our other nights here, ladies and gentlemen, thir- Thursday nights, Wednesday night has now become a Two, two show evening. Whereas, like I say, every, every Tuesday night we have two shows now. Every Wednesday night we have two shows. Every Thursday night now we have two shows. And every Friday night, every Friday we have two shows. And we were, and so that means that it also prompted the, the, the talk and, and work. And we are working right now to see what we will be able to do here. Of course, we're talking with some of our guys, see if they would be willing to take care of this for us. And possibly maybe added on a secondary show on Saturdays, on Sundays, and maybe one on Mondays before or after Raw Radio. I'm not sure. But we're, we're, we're going to work on that. If we're able to do like a show each and every two, two, two shows like every night, that would be a tremendous thing. But we have been trying to re- revamp a lot of shows that haven't really been on the air that much. But we're hoping to, of course, possibly get something uh, rolling and motivated here, of course. Um, If we can do that, that would be tremendous. But we'll keep you informed about this. Hopefully that maybe we can have this in place before the end of the year. But if we don't, even if it's right after 2021 starts, you know, that's, that's, that's fine as well. But, of course, everyone, of course, just like myself, everyone has a schedule. And so we have to, of course, like I said, we always have to think about 
think about, of course, everyone's, uh, um, we have to, of course, like I said, um, we have to, we have to, of course, uh, uh, thank, um, um, uh, we all, we have to think about all that, of course, here, um, you know, in, 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 in best respect here, of course, we have folks that are willing to, uh, to, um, we, we, we are, are always happy and we are, um, uh, and we always are thankful for those who are willing to take the time to, of course, help us out with our shows and radio network. But of course, we also have to look at, we also have to look at and respect their, their, um, their point of view there as well. So there you, there you have it. So. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get right into some wrestling news tidbits right here. Of course, we have, I think we have like a boatload of them here, so we have some time here. We'll go ahead and run through a few stories here. We do thank our friends, though, at 411mania.com once again for allowing us here in the WCWS radio network for reading their shows, on reading their stories on all of our shows, excuse me, including, of course, in addition to here on Power Hour, of course, uh, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, also WWS This Morning, and others. Let's go ahead and bring you, let's go ahead and bring you, of course, a few little, uh, few tidbits here. So, uh, Joseph Lee brings us our first story as we bring you the results of Glory Pro Wrestling that was that took that uh, took place this afternoon in, in Indianapolis. As of course, AC as ACH and AC Gray actually did battle this afternoon. Uh, Glory Pro Wrestling, and this was from Joseph Lee, as we said. Glory Pro Wrestling held their Are You Wrestling Son event from Indianapolis as part of the GCW Collective shows this weekend. Via PW Insider, here are your official results for that. Mike Outlaw defeated Lee Moriarty. The North, who was Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, defeated the team of Alex Zane and Blake Christian. Midwest Territory Champion Hakeem Zane defeated uh, Kylie Ray. IWTV Champion Warhorse defeated Zachary Wentz. Jake Something defeated One Called Manders in a bull rope match. Sisters of Destruction, who was Blair Onyx and Elena Black, defeated Hyman and Lane Luck. Devin Monroe defeated Cody Lane, Stephen Wolf, and Jody Threat. Top Flight, who was Angel Dorado and Airwolf, defeated Gaetanic Panic, who was Effie and Danhausen, and also the team of Dan the Dad and Alley Cat to win the United Glory Tag Team titles. And also, Crown of Glory champion AJ Gray defeated ACH. So there you have it. There with the results of that results of that show. Uh, Joseph Lee, of course, posted this story here as some notes here on the GCW the Collective here that are holding in Indianapolis. Joey Janelle and Ethan Page on good terms again. 
and also no hard feelings against Diana Perrazzo. Fightful Select had some notes from the Collective, which was a series of GCW shows ongoing this weekend. Ethan Page and Joy Janela have resolved whatever issues they had prior to this weekend. It was previously reported that Page said he wouldn't take part in Janela's Spring Break 4 event due to a dispute with Janela and GCW over his likeness being used on a set of trading cards. They repeatedly settled the issue quickly and privately, while Page also spoke with G- GCW's Brett Lauderdale. Meanwhile, there was said to be no hard penalty over Deanna Perrazzo, who was forced to back out of the weekend. She had to do it as she would not have enough time to safely quarantine before Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory. She also didn't want to risk take, taking the pandemic back home, particularly with her boyfriend Steve Cutler attempting to get back on WWE TV. So, so, so a lot of understandings here, of course, here going on here right now. Um, as far as the, um, especially as far as anything involving the pandemic is concerned. Joseph Lee has a story here. Speaking of Deanna Perrazzo, she reveals who got her, who actually got her into Impact Wrestling. Deanna Perrazzo recently spoke with Fightful and revealed it was Madison Rain who got her a spot in Impact Wrestling, where she, of course, is currently the Knockouts Champion. Rain contacted Perrazzo to check on her after she was released from NXT and talked about bringing her in. She then got Perrazzo in touch with Scott Diamore to set things up. The virtuoso noted Rain has been one of her biggest supporters. So an, an impact uh, alum there, of course, especially from the TNA days. So there you go. So not too bad to have friends on the inside. So there you go. Some various wrestling news here. Um, this week's MLW Underground features CM Punk versus Raven. Uh, Dragon Gate's Gate of Victory now available. And the latest Ring of Honor Strange. Hmm. This week's episode of MLW Underground is now online featuring CM Punk versus Raven. And, and more, of course, as we said, a couple of the matches, as we said, one in Raven versus CM Punk. And also Homicide versus Michael Shane with Francine in his corner. Bad Blood finally comes to a head in the main event on the Underground this week as Raven and CM Punk go to war. The Strange. strange Straight edge, elitist, looks to continue his relentless crusade against the crafty veterans. He finally gets a shot to show the world not only is he in Raven's head, he can beat him. What tricks does Punk have up his sleeve? Can he afford to play mind games with a man ultimately with psychological warfare? How does the simply luscious factor into all this? The notorious 187 homicide continues to grind his way up the MLW rankings when he faces Michael Shane. Exactly one week removed from the chaos that was Mikey Whipwreck's MLW debut. We'll hear from all parties involved regarding the parking lot brawl that saw Sabu jump, of course, by Whipwreck, Jerry Lynn, and the Sinister Minister. All of this plus news on Steve Carino's next challenger for the MLW World Heavyweight title and the champ's reaction, as well as updates on the extreme horseman Christopher Daniels, Paul London, and also more. The latest edition of ROH Strange features Beer City Bruiser talking about a scary museum experience. So you check out that video if you want to look at that. Also, Dragon Gate's The Gate of Victory 2020 at Cartoon Hall on October 7th is now available with English commentary on Dragon Gate's streaming service. If you want to, of course, check that out. 
Uh, going to here uh, to a little bit of WWE news right here. Joseph Lee posted this today. Bianca Belair uh, reacts to SmackDown move. Plus, Bailey and Drew McIntyre hit championship milestones. In a post on Twitter, Bianca Belair reacted to moving to SmackDown as part of the WWE draft on last night's episode. She wrote, "From red to blue, SmackDown, I go. SmackDown, I go." I go here now. Hashtag EST of WWE. Hashtag SmackDown. This weekend we'll see both SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey and, and WWE Champion Drew McIntyre hit milestones in their current championship runs. Bailey will hit a full 365 days, while McIntyre will hit 200. So of course, like I said, with all, as much as we may not want to. Uh, do that for on on Bailey's part, but we will offer her a little congratulations on that. But of course, obviously, she's going to have a big time test. Obviously, of course, whenever she gets when Sasha Banks gets her in the hell in the cell, I think it's going to probably going to be kicking her tail all over that thing, which I hope so. Uh, Joseph Lee posted this story right here as New Japan Pro Wrestling announces never for next NJPW Strong. NJPW has announced a new Never edition of NJPW Strong for next week, which will feature junior heavyweights battling heavyweights. The announcement reads as follows. Coming up next week, Never Back Down, Never Give Up, Never Surrender. Junior heavyweights versus heavyweights, young prospects versus big names, never before seen action on NJPW Strong. Of course, this was said on, on New Japan Pro Wrestling's global Twitter account, of course, here earlier today. So we can't wait to see what happens there with that. Uh, some more WWE news right here. Uh, uh, Joseph Lee posts this as JBL and Gerald Briscoe share some road stories. Ron, Ronda Rousey plays more Fall Guys and new videos from both The Rock and The Bella Twins. JBL has posted new videos to YouTube the first in six years in which he shares road stories with Gerald Briscoe. He also apologizes to him over a Stanley Cup bet. Also, Ronda Rousey is still trying to get a Fall Guys crown, and you can watch her rage about it right here. Of course, there's a video about it. Uh, if you want to uh, watch the video of her, of course, uh, it's on her YouTube channel if you want to see her playing this game. Also, The Rock made a Terramana Orchard Apple Marinarita cocktail. You can see that video on here too as well. Finally, the Bella Twins have posted a new baby update video as Artem, of course, cuddles with his and Nikki's son, Mateo. And he's looking, he's looking as, he's looking as beautiful as ever. Absolutely. It's very handsome indeed. Once again, of course, congratulations to both of the Bellas. Of course, it is Nikki's first, and of course, Brie had her second. So, speaking of course, as we mentioned about Bailey and Sasha, speaking of that, some WWE news right here, of course, from Joseph Lee, as Bailey reacts to Hell in a Cell match with Sasha Banks, plus PBA awarding a WWE title to the winner, and also I'm sure, a video of the top ten moments from last night's SmackDown. In a post on Twitter, Bailey reacted to defending her SmackDown Women's title against Sasha Banks inside Hell in a Cell, inside a Hell in a Cell match at the pay-per-view event of the same name. She wrote, 
the following. My back is freaking done for, and that dumb AWS Sasha Banks thinks it's a good idea to lock us inside hell in a cell. Well, I, I guarantee I'm going to do what Becky and Charlotte couldn't do. I'm ending Sasha for good. And Bailey said that on her Twitter handle here today. I'm sure, like I said, that uh, all I can say is, uh, all I can simply say is I think Bailey is going to have to start maybe thinking about saying to work or she might have to eat him and eat him softly. Also, WWE has posted a new video revealing the top 10 moments from last night's episode of SmackDown. You can check out the video. Of course, it's on YouTube. You can check it out right here as well. Also, the Professional Bowlers Association Tour event will award a WWE championship to the winner. It airs on Fox Sports at 8, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, like I said, uh, WWE posted this because who will take it? Watch tonight on at hashtag Fox, on at Fox Sports. Also, the PBA Tour posted on their Twitter handle. It says, Big Money Bowling returns to Fox for the PBA Tour's grand finale event, the playoffs. Catch the round of 24 kickoff, kickoff the action on Saturday, October 10th at 8 p.m. on at Fox Sports. And, of course, there's a story on, full story on this. There's a link on there on their Twitter account if you want to, of course, look at that as well. But my personal opinion, like I said, Bailey is, Bailey, I think, is going to be pretty much done for here at some point. So we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to, we're going to have to see what, what goes on there. Joseph Lee, of course, posts uh, this story here as a result for Effie's Big Gay Brunch. Also, Marco Stunt makes a surprise appearance. Uh, Effie held his, held his Big Gay Brunch today in, in Indianapolis as part of the GCW Collective Series of Shows with Marco Stunt making a surprise appearance. Here are the results via PW Insider. The C-Stars, who are Ashley Vox and Delmi Exo, defeated AC Mack and Ashton Starr. Still Life defeated Dark Sheik. Second Gear Crew, who was Manders, Levi Everett, Mance Warner, and Matthew Justice, defeated Billy Dixon, MV Young, Josh Warbra, and O'Shea Edwards. Jamie C Senegal defeated Alley Cat. Devin Monroe wins the Twink Gauntlet. Match also included Jimmy Lloyd, Dylan McKay, Jared Evans, Logan Stunt, Pero the, the Runway, who was Tyler Klein and Calvin Couture. Tony Deppin, and Molly McCoy. Also, Marco Stunt defeated Effie, and Cassandro defeated Sonny Kiss. So, take that with what you will. So, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Um, Joseph Lee has this story here. As Josh Barnett said, he would help Davy Boy Smith Jr. with an MMA career. Of course, as you know, David Boy Smith Jr. was known as David Hart Smith in the WWE. He is the son, of course, of, we'll just say, soon-to-be WWE Hall of Famer. His father, like I said, the late British Bulldog David Boy Smith Sr. In an interview with Wrestling Inc., Josh Barnett previewed the match between David Boy Smith Jr. and Josh Alexander for Bloodsport tomorrow. Known as Smith wanted an MMA career, he'd support him. Here are some highlights. On Smith versus Alexander, Barnett said, two very established individuals, two very 
technical individuals. The Canadian thing just seemed to be circumstance. This worked out that way, but I just really felt that there was something there between both their skill sets and strengths. Although there is always one major thing that is, I'm sure, going to play a, a factor, and that's the fact that Harry is substantially well, maybe not substantially, but decently bigger than Alexander. But that also is something to see what sort of strategy Alexander comes up with, how to nullify that. A guy that's been around as long as he has, as, that has technical as he is, you can only expect that he's got a plan. On if Smith enjoys stretching people, Barnett says he does. He does very much so, and to be honest, that's always been the case. It's just that Harry, he, he doesn't always open up to the public about, well, what an actual maniac he is deep down inside. I've seen him in the gym tearing people limb from limb. I've seen him get utterly frustrated with not performing to the to the ability in full-on full MMA sparring and just drop his hand and just to let a guy hit him like six, seven times because he's so mad at himself and get back to it. On a possible MMA career for Smith, Barnett says it's hard to say. I mean, if that is something he wants, he'll know. He knows I'll do it for him. I'll get it all set up and I'll run his training camp. People aren't all that aware, it seems. I've been working with Harry Smith since before he was he even went to the WWE and before he was even old enough to drink. He'll probably pull someone's arm off and beat him with it. Of course, you know his father always had that attitude there as well. So. So he's got some of his father in him, I believe. So there's no doubt about it. Uh, some other stories here. Jeffrey Harris posted this. Uh, Chris Jericho, believe it or not, takes shots at both Kyle Riley and Finn Balor in a tweet that has since been uh, that has since been deleted. In a Twitter post that now appears to have been deleted via WrestleMania.com, Chris Jericho appeared to have take shot, taken shots at NXT World Champion Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly, who suffered injuries during their NXT TakeOver 31 match this past Sunday. AEW wrestler was responding to a comment from a Twitter user saying that Jericho should take some, that should take notes from O'Reilly and Balor, who was with regards to their match from TakeOver. Jericho did not take kindly to that remark. Jericho later commented, sure, how to F each other up during a match they can't work again for months. Hashtag smart wrestling. However, the tweet appears to have since been taken down. You can view the initial exchange that sparked Jericho's response right here. Chris Jericho initially wrote, Great to see that the at AEW main event of Jericho and at Real Jake Hager versus at Keem Serpentico and at Kill Luther Kill increased 10% the previous segment and doubled the at WWE NXT demo. Plus, female viewership was up in that slot. Just proves that hashtag Luther is a money draw and a sex machine, in his own words. <clears throat> and then, and then, of course, the user here, Joshua Tienemann, uh, posted this saying, "Take notes from O'Reilly and Balor," which is apparently is what sparked, I think, pretty much the whole thing, probably. Uh, Jeffrey Harris posted a story as Randy Orton shares tribute to Eddie Guerrero on his birthday. Of course, as you know, Eddie Guerrero's birthday was yesterday. Also, Chavo, Chavo Jr. and Chris Jericho actually respond. As noted, of course, yesterday, of course, the 9th of October was the birthday of late WWE Hall of Famer Eddie Guerrero, with many wrestlers and talents paying tribute to Guerrero on social media. Former world champion Randy Orton also shared his own tribute to Guerrero on Instagram, 
which of course I'll be reading right here momentarily. Orton praised for how a top guy like Guerrero was willing to give him the time of day and help him when he was still a young newcomer in WWE. Here's what, here's what Orton here's what Orton had to say on the late Eddie Guerrero. Orton said this. I knew Eddie for a couple years. I was so young and knew that I shouldn't approach him, but he had the unimaginable job of wrestling in the main event on TV, so I had to. There was all there has always been attitudes, egos, or whatever backstage. That will never change. And when I met Eddie, I forgot everything that I was supposed to know about the wrestling business. Here was this top talent that cared enough to give me the time of day, and I thought that a simple word would bother him, or he would tell me to f off. I quickly realized that I was dead wrong. And that he and, and that he gasped. He saw a young newcomer to the biz who was excited to work with him, and he took the time to make me feel comfortable. I take that with me. The, I take that with me these days. The understanding that the new guys aren't anything more than exactly how I used to be. He made me feel welcome. He made me feel important. I will forever miss him, and I can say without a doubt that he was one of my. He was one of the greatest ever. Lace up a pair of boots. R.I.P. Hashtag Eddie Guerrero. Eddie's nephew and former tag team partner, Chavo Jr., later responded to Orton in the comments, writing, Well said, Eddie was the best and with the heart of gold. Meanwhile, former WWE superstar and current AEW wrestler Chris Jericho later commented in response to Orton. Jericho says, Hope they won't be as difficult as you were back, back then, dude. Jer Jericho also directed at Orton, We all gap about you, man, but you didn't make it easy. Of course, you can view Orton's Instagram post before below i mean on this page here if you want to of course check out check that out as well uh the, we have of course according to jeremy thompson of course uh free agents following night one of the wwe draft following the first night of the wwe draft several members of the rosters are free agents uh and this story came out last night Last night's show saw four rounds of draft picks take place out of the draft pool that was that was set for last night. The pool for night one was mostly drained, leaving just a few behind as free agents as of right now. Currently, Alberto Carrillo, Mickey James, and Murphy from Raw are all, are all undrafted from the SmackDown draft pool, while those on the SmackDown roster who weren't drafted out of last night's pool consisted of Drew Gulak, Tucker, the Lucha House Party, and Shorty G. WWE has announced that already that the draft will continue. Actually, I believe it continued this morning on on the show Talking Smack. So most of these stars shouldn't stay undrafted for very, very long. Of course, we did, of course, go to this page last night to give you a complete list of uh, um because I think that of the of the of the drafts of the draft picks and everything, it kept refreshing. Of course, this Jimmy Thomas put out the story. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, let's go ahead and let's give you an update here as to who was drafted. Of course, from both Raw and SmackDown. From Raw, it was uh, Drew McIntyre, Asuka, all members of the Hurt Business, AJ Styles, Naomi, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, the current Women's Tag Champions. Also, Ricochet, Mandy Rose, Miz and Morrison, uh, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods from SmackDown, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, also Dana Brooke, and also Angel Garza. As for SmackDown, 
the Universal Universal Champion Roman Reigns. Also, Seth Rollins, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, Jey Uso, both both Dominic and Rey Mysterio, Big E, and Otis. And one more quick story here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to probably cut out a little bit early here. I'm going to go ahead and bring this quick one right here that came out yesterday from Blake LaBelle. As a member of Retribution was reportedly heading back to NXT. As previously reported, many WWE fans were speculating that Mercedes Martinez was no longer a member of Retribution due to several recent social media trends. It appears that speculation was warranted. According to Mike Johnson, a PW Insider, Martinez has been removed from the Raw roster and is no longer a part of the faction. In addition to that, Johnson notes that Martinez is being sent back to the NXT roster. Mustafa Ali sent a, sent a tweet uh, early yesterday with himself and other members of Retribution, but Martinez was not included. And all Mustafa Ali said on his Twitter account yesterday was, Dear Heroes, Go Hide. Uh, retribution at Migs Media One, and this was sent, like I said, from Mustafa Ali's uh, Twitter account. So there you have it. So there, there, of course, have it right there. On that note, here, folks, I want to thank you very much for listening here this, tonight to episode 228 of WWS Power Hour. Of course, Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw here, of course, and. Be sure, of course, to check out WWS this morning, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., uh, 805-8613 pound if you want to check that out. Also, be sure to check out all of our pages, of course, here on uh, on Facebook, of course, everything from the Video Vault to the Game Show Alley to Entertainment Cavalcade, Sports Roundup, Motor Week Retro Review, Cards of the Past, <clears throat> uh, uh, the movie uh, WWS Movie Channel, also, uh, tribute groups to, of course, Whose Lines in Any Way, also Don Rickles and Johnny Carson, uh, and so many more, ladies and gentlemen. We have so many pages here. Be sure to check out everything we've got listed here, and we'll give you, of course, like I said, uh, and like I said, we continue to add stuff on there, of course, every single day. So be sure to check out all of our posts and comments and everything. If you have anything you wish to mention about any of the posts we, that we have made over the last few years, or, or some of the most recent posts, please feel free to look through it and see. And we'd like to hear your thoughts and opinions about it. Power Hour episode 228 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your pro wrestling and pop culture connection. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. We, of course, will see you in the ring and also on the red carpet. Remember, Mr. WSW, U.S. has three rules to live live by in response to this pandemic. Keep yourself clean, keep your hands clean, and most definitely, certainly, do a whole lot of praying because right now we certainly do need it. Take care and God bless here, folks. And remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WCWS Radio Network. Take care, folks. We'll talk at you tomorrow morning on WWS This Morning. Take care. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.